A billion years ago, there was nothing but space. Then one of God's wet farts blew all the planets in place. There were no signs of life on Mars or Venus, but planet Earth was blessed with two baby geniuses. Baby geniuses, we know everything. Baby geniuses, we know everything. Baby geniuses, we know everything. Baby geniuses, tell us something we don't know. Welcome to Baby Geniuses, everybody. Hello, Hello, babies. I'm Emily. I'm Lisa. Thank you for listening. This is our. This is really our last pre-hiatus episode. Shh, no. Shh. Right? I mean, we don't know when we're going to record again. I'll come to LA. Don't you worry. You better just don't. Don't worry about it. I'm not worried about it. It'll work. I'm a little worried about it. Oh, but oh my god, how cool would it be if you came to LA? I'm pretty sure my boss wants to be on the show. <laughs> um, I don't know if he wants to be on the show or if he just wants to be asked to be on the show. I like it better when guests play hard to get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you mean when they reschedule a bunch of times? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't like that. That's my least <laughs> and yet that hasn't changed my own behavior in regards to other podcasts and really? interviews. Really? You still reschedule and cancel all the time? I'm such oh, a flake. fuck. I have to write someone back about an interview he wanted to do while I'm here. Never ask me to be on your... No, just kidding. You should always ask Here's me. But the, yeah. Ask me via email. Yeah. For one thing, not Facebook. That's definitely hard. Oh, yeah. Up, definitely. We, um, what were we talking about? Oh, you've got to come to L.A. It's going to be great. Yeah. 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 I don't know if I'm going to be coming back to New York for the rest of the year, which is scary to think about. We'll figure it out. Don't think about it. Just don't, don't think, think about it. Yeah, okay. We're, <laughs> we're both in denial about what's happening here. <laughs> um, but we are going to put out a Best of Expert Hour soon, so please yeah. keep sending us your favorites for that. I'm really excited. Yeah. Uh, that's something that I wanted to do from the very beginning, even before we had a backlog <laughs> to choose from. We should put up a little survey on the blog so people can vote for favorites oh, yeah. and things. Oh, yeah. That's I, I mean. Because it saves me some work. Yeah. But there's so many that, like. <laughs> It'll have 50 options. Maybe we can, we can narrow it down to some of our, like, favorites. Or I don't know. I, I really want to hear from you. Like, email us a bunch. And if you guys don't, we're just going to pick. Yeah. Yeah, we've gotten a few emails about it so far, but hopefully we'll get more. Yeah. Um, babygeniusespodcast at gmail.com is the email address for that. If you're first, if you're just tuning in, don't listen to this episode. Listen to an older episode. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you got time. We'll still be here waiting for you. Start here at the beginning. Episode 49 or whatever the fuck this is. <laughs> Have you listened to any of our like first episodes recently? I'm afraid to. Me Have too. You? I wasn't I know I know for a fact I wasn't good at this. <laughs> I'm still not, but I you mean You are great at this. Mm, I didn't We were both not very good at it at the beginning. I I'm terrified to listen to the Julie Klausner episode just cuz we really really didn't know what we were doing then. I know. And I have someone on who knows exactly what they're doing in terms of podcasting. I was, I was just like, thinking about that yesterday. Yeah. I, w- I mean, yeah, I w- I'd like to have her back on if she would. Yeah, we should have asked her this to round. show her how good how we've much gotten. better we are. <laughs> yeah, and then we can just delete the old episode. Um, yeah, in case you guys were wondering, normally the way it works is we have people on who we at least one of us knows in real life. So it's a little bit less awkward to yeah. talk to them. And then occasionally we will have people on like Julie, who I don't think either of us had met in person before. And so it was like I met her in person, had, but I've, I'm always starstruck by her yeah. constantly. I had never met her in person. Um but yeah, just like occasionally we'll have people on who we, we haven't met in person. And it's always, I always feel a little bit more awkward listening to those episodes, even though I, kn- I, I doubt they sound more awkward. I'm just more nervous. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm more nervous talking to them. Um, mm-hmm. Which is not to say that, you know, 
the other people we have on who we know are not amazing and worthy of being nervous around. I'm just not. If I can really phone it in with that. <laughs> no. yeah, I'm, I'm actually like, most nervous when uh, I bring on a guest because usually, yeah. I, I well, book most of them. Maybe yeah. we're going too much into how the sausage gets made. No, I think that's what people want to know at this point. Yeah, if, right? I, if I book like a cartoonist, I know I'm, I get super nervous because... Uh, yeah, I just, yeah. I don't know. Well, it's like inviting someone to a party where you're like, you yes. know, everyone but I also I think want them to have a good time. It's also under, you want the, you want the cartoonist to have a good time. It's also a little bit more of like foreign territory for them than it is for comedians. Yes, definitely. So I have to, yeah, yeah. there's, a, there is more to be nervous about there. It's understandable. Sure. You know, yeah. not that I would be like, oh, what a terrible guest, but just like, <laughs> you know, but just like they might not be as comfortable talking for long periods of time, especially as they have chosen a profession where they sit alone in a room. Right. <laughs> um, but then I think what normally as have I, but is, somehow I yeah. ended up co-hosting a podcast. <laughs> uh, well, clearly you went astray. You're in the wrong field. Um, I was just yes-anding you, and then suddenly it actually a became a thing. Um, but I think what's – I've been, like, really happy with all of our cartoonist guests that we've had on. Yeah, they've all been, like, really – As of this great. recording, unfortunately, we lost an episode with Tim Kreider, who was, I like, know. that was really fun. I hope that we can rescue it, but if not, we'll have him back on because he's yeah. very eloquent and yeah. funny. He was, he was great, and he was also very sharply dressed. <laughs> oh, he always is. <laughs> I believe it. I, I Normally, I'm – I like to imagine that if I wanted to, I could be considered a sharply dressed person, but I feel like those people, <laughs> I, I wouldn't feel call like it sharp. No, <laughs> it's very soft. It's not the first word. It's <laughs> very <laughs> dull and round. Um, <laughs> but I feel like the people who everyone's like, oh, he's a sharp dressed guy. It's like every day. He's probably dressed as amazing. He is, yeah. Yeah. And even if he, And it's he's natural like, for him. It's not like he's trying hard. It's like no, he just happens he just to own like a linen suit or whatever. Here's something that I've heard <laughs> that I don't know if it's true or not. That I would have just been repeating like a fact. Yeah. As is my prerogative <laughs> as a woman in America. <laughs> um, I, I read an article that I cannot find um, <laughs> that when, when you are ovulating, uh-huh. when you, Lisa, are ovulating. No, um, when women are ovulating... <laughs> Our, like, instinct to primp is, like, a lot stronger. Like, if you kind of suddenly feel the urge to, like, dress up nice and, like, go shopping and, like, all of that other stuff. I am, and I do, but I thought it was because my boyfriend's parents were just in town, so I wanted to, like, look nice (laughs) for them, but now I know it was just because... Now you know it's because of your pussy. (laughs) My eggs. Your eggs. Yeah, I'm sorry. Your eggs, which are under the umbrella of... You hate that word. Oh, my God. (laughs) No, I'm hissing because I'm, like, a reptile protecting my eggs. Oh, yeah. Sorry, (laughs) need to explain more about the... Yeah, I was like, how would I I have known that? Duh. First of all, why would I jump to reptile? Because eggs. Yeah, you don't think of birds when you think of eggs? I don't know. I just wanted to hiss. Well, when you hiss, I think cat. Well, okay. You guys, it took us this long to start fighting. This ties into what we were going to talk about, which is um, the show Top of the Lake. <laughs> How I'm not, does that tie in? Oh, okay. there's that scene where she hisses. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil it, but there's a scene where a woman hisses, and it's awesome. And yeah. I'm like, she goes, <laughs> and she's protecting her. Um, she's protecting something. Yeah, she's protecting something. Uh, you guys, I made Lisa watch Top of the Lake. You did not. I think I did. I saw uh, so oh, many you, people. You had just watched the first episode. 
Yeah, no, yeah. a bunch okay, of people yeah, were yeah. tweeting about it. Like Kate Beaton tweeted about it. Oh, and, really? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you guys haven't watched Top of the Lake, I just want to recommend it, um, especially to our female listeners. No, but to men too. But to men too. Men yeah. definitely should watch it. My boyfriend loved it. He loved it. And oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's good. He, yeah. He, yeah, he couldn't get enough of it. Um, it's really, really good. It's really it's unique storytelling. Um, even though in some ways it's like a classic, like, whodunit, but it's just... Um, it's so... Pa- it's like, okay, so in in case you haven't heard anything about it, it's all, all it's a miniseries. All seven episodes are on Netflix. It's, it's directed and written by Jane Campion, who who did The Piano, um, Holy Smoke. Uh, yeah. She's one of four fem- females to ever be nominated for Best Director. Oh, wow. Four. I didn't know that. That's yeah. crazy. Right? Um, it's a miniseries. It's kind of a whodunit. It's set in New Zealand. It stars Peggy Olsen. That, yeah. <laughs> stars Peggy Olsen plays Peggy. a rape detective, basically, yeah. investigating the disappearance of a 12-year-old pregnant girl. And it's all, everyone talks with a crazy accent. It's like set in New Zealand. and um, it's, gorgeous. it's gorgeous. It's one of the most compelling shows I've ever seen. It, like, yeah. It's just beautiful to look at, but it's also like devastating emotionally. It's like a lot of small town stuff going on. It's also, people are calling it feminist twi- Twin Peaks. It's like very like. There's a quote about Jane Campion, which is to call her work feminist is not inaccurate, but it also um, oversimplifies what her stories are really about. Because, yeah, they're from a female perspective, but they're not just like feminist. They're very conflicted and. and It's very, it's authentic. It's not like a, a feminist fantasy. No. It's like, it's authentic storytelling that also illuminates like the female perspective in a way that is like really compelling to watch. And there are a lot of things that are sort of not completely resolved there's a lot of gray area it's yeah. it's really interesting it's um, really interesting and it's really well i also just think that that whole subplot with there's like this whole subplot where holly hunter plays this, this like really interesting kind of spooked out like uh guru is she for, supposed to be like jane campion like she i don't know looks like you her. said she looks like her she does I, I haven't really read that much about it um but she plays like a guru to a bunch of middle-aged women on a, like a retreat she calls them bitches too yeah. <laughs> she was like what are these bitches doing <laughs> it's, it's just like a really i don't know why we're talking about it so much but someone on twitter said that she wanted us to talk about it because we had both been tweeting about it i just it might be the best show i've seen in it's, as long as yeah, I can remember. It's I mean, really it's dark, but it's really good. Um, and just I have just been begging people to watch it just so I can talk to them about the ending. Yeah, please see it. Um, I couldn't. It's a whodunit. I had no idea who had done it. But then when I was talking to um, one of the doormen at my sister's building, because uh-huh. um, we text each other about TV a lot. Oh, that's <laughs> so was, cute. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he told me he figured it out like two episodes beforehand. And oh. I was like, how did you do that? I normally think he's like, when I've talked to him about like stuff that's happening in Mad Men or Breaking Bad, I uh-huh. normally disagree with him about it. But I got to give him props. He figured it out way sooner than I did. Wow. And ever could have. Um, anyway. That's our top of the lake chat. <laughs> join us next week for yeah. Well, no, not you can't anymore join us because next week. <laughs> it's a mini series. Yeah. Oh, anyway. so yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's we're going through it all over again. Yeah. I'm kind of glad we're at our marathon of recording though. We've been recording. We record. This is our the sixth episode we recorded this week. That's why it's so weird are you in here because that's like. Not that many, or <laughs> uh, no, it's like pretty extreme and great. Yeah, right. <laughs> we, this, I said this in yeah. jest yesterday, but I really meant it. We're athletes right now of podcasting. Yes. <laughs> Listen, I wasn't saying this to get gratitude, but now I am. 
You have no idea how fucking hot this room is. You, that sound you hear in the background is a fan that is on out of necessity. We know it sounds like shit, but my, we can't be in here without it. My body's <laughs> cooling mechanisms are at max power. And <laughs> there's about to be a brownout. <laughs> is that when you shit your pants? Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. There's not. Okay. You want to do one on fun? Yeah. Lisa. Yeah. When's the last time you shit your pants? <laughs> I never have. You've never shit your pants? That's why I'm so afraid of it. Why are you... Okay, that is a fear you need to face. I'm terrified of shitting myself. One time I had to, like, <laughs> run off the L train <laughs> to shit at, like, O'Hanley's bar or O'Hanlin's, whatever that bar is. I've taken so many weird shits there. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was an emergency. The, the circumstances were weird or the shits were weird? <laughs> the shits were weird. It's always the shits. Um, no, I've never, I've never shot myself. Wow. Yep. Well, fucking great for you. No, it's terrible. It's terrible. You live in fear. I live in fear. I know exactly what it's like. It's horrible. Be afraid. Emily. Be afraid. Yeah. Please describe your shitting your pants experience and <laughs> to me. Um, it's been a long time. I I did it a few times when I was younger. I just like I think I've mentioned this before on the show. Is like I just really hated going to the bathroom. How many years I ago was, just, was the last time? I. Probably when I was like, you know, seven. Oh, okay, that's a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, a long time ago. I fear shitting myself as an adult. That yeah, would be the I worst. haven't. I haven't done it as an adult. Although, like, if I ever do a cleanse, I'm definitely going to. Um, Please don't do a cleanse. Yeah, that's why I'm not going to. Oh, you could though. Also, but it'd be I'm, funny. Also, I like eating food. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cleanses are stupid, and they put your body into starvation mode, and, and you. Yeah, whatever. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> you just went into Adam Conover mode. I know, I do. Oh, wait, can we briefly talk about that blog? Oh, yeah, so um, Adam's coworkers at College Humor. Um, for Adam Conover was on our show. Listen to the episode if you haven't already. He's my domestic partner. He's Lisa's <laughs> domestic partner, and he's also very opinionated. He is. Um, for the last six months, <laughs> unbeknownst to him, his coworkers have been keeping a blog called Opinionated Adam on Tumblr. I'm pulling it up. And then they finally told Where him. Where they just like write down like shit that he says that is like uh, overly declarative. Every time he has a strong opinion, they make a blog post about it and have like a nice <laughs> picture. And then they revealed it to him after the 50th post with a cake. Um, with a picture of him and. Because he said something about he does he's, he thinks dessert is bullshit. He's like, yeah. I'll never order dessert. <laughs> and so they made a cake, and then they told him about the blog. Um, and the thing is, it doesn't sound that good, but people who don't know him have found this blog and read it, and they love him. Like, they just, they've <laughs> yeah. read every single entry <laughs> multiple times. Yeah, well, and if you know him, it's amazing. And yeah. if you listen to the episode he was on, his whole episode was about, like, common misconceptions, which he gets real fired. So yeah. here's a few of them. Every running shoe store puts you on one of those treadmills. It's bullshit snake oil. They used to sell more <laughs> shoes. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time when sweet and salty was a novel taste for me, but not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be contrarian. I just hate s'mores. <laughs> the thing is, I agree with most of these. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's not that what he's saying 
is like so out of the box it's that he just se- is has this attitude about everything it's funny because he's, he's super smart and well informed but he also will just say anything that pops into his head before yeah. thinking about well, it and it's like a lot of the stuff you can agree with but it's most of these are matters of taste yes that was the worst pepperoncini I've ever had. <laughs> That's not even... <laughs> Who's keeping track of the pepperoncinis they're eating? <laughs> um, That's why it's funny. Yeah. Uh, he said, I'm going to look this up. If something's a pseudoscience, I want to know. <laughs> um, Hot dogs in Chicago are better. It's because they're in natural casings. <laughs> That's my favorite. This was really fun for me because he and I had just gotten in an argument about artichoke pizza. Oh, yeah. He thinks artichoke pizza is the worst pizza. He thinks pizza. artichoke pizza he is thinks bullshit. He thinks if you like it, you're not a real New Yorker. Which is, I mean, well, he, he it's not just that you're not a New York, real a real New Yorker. He thinks that you just have terrible taste yeah. in food. Yeah, Which is so crazy because... Artichoke pizza is so good. I think it tastes like soup. It's one of those things where it's like you love it or you hate it. I totally understand why you don't if why you would not like it. Sure. But he he and I got in this argument because he was like artichoke pizza, it's disgusting. It's all hype. People only eat there because of the hype. And I was like, I had an artichoke pizza on the, my first day in town. I didn't know any of the hype, and I fucking loved it. When we've walked by there before, and he's yelled to people in line, it's not real pizza. <laughs> But there's one there's one on here about, <laughs> about artichoke pizza. Um, what did he say about it? Oh, he said, I have ideological problems with artichoke pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I got him to relent on it a little bit. Um, no, you can get him to relent on any of these. It's just like... Yeah, anyway, to answer your question, my family was at Bush Gardens and I was avoiding <laughs> going to the bathroom, so I just squatted down and tried to hold it in, but I had a Hershey squirt. <laughs> <laughs> That concludes one on fun. It's time for Wiki of the Week. I'm going to introduce our first guest today. I'm so excited he's here. We've been wanting to have you on for a long time. Yeah. You can get a lot closer to the microphone. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, he is a... This is his first podcast, you guys. Be what? gentle. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. I, unbelievable. Get a lot closer to the mic. Tip number one. Man. Um, Doesn't everyone you know have one? <laughs> Does everyone you know always talk really close to mics? <laughs> <laughs> um, he's a writer for the Colbert Report. Please welcome Rob Dubbin. Hey. Yay. Um, our Wikipedia page this week um, was sent to us by Lauren Tracy Gillespie. Um, who has sent us multiple yes, hi, pages that we've used. Um, Anna Gillespie's sister. Oh. Also, she's her own person. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, they're not twins. The Wikipedia page this week is Bob the Railway Dog, who, in addition to being an interesting dog on, on his own merit, kind of looks like a dog with a human face. Oh, I'm going to look him up now. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, um, look, him up, look up this Wikipedia page. Um... <laughs> So, uh, Bob was born in 1878, died in 1895, lived in Australia, and um, he was part of South Australian Railways folklore because he traveled the South Australian Railway system in the later part of the 19th century and was known widely to railway men of the time. And Lauren, I want to commend you for picking out the highlights for us so we don't have to completely read the Wikipedia page. <laughs> oh, I really appreciate it. Really earning some brownie points here um, from, from the baby geniuses. Uh, 
So um, he's an Australian dog who is famous for, you guessed it, traveling the rails. He has his own monument, and his collar is on display in a museum in Australia. Um, we love dogs on this show. We do a lot of Wikipedia pages about dogs, and I think the Tim Kreider episode, which if we can ever recover it, is also about a dog. Um, yeah. There are several favorite excerpts. In, uh, this, I'm just reading her email now. <laughs> including an extensive list of Bob's accidents. Bob is noted as having several accidents in his career. I love when they talk about dogs having careers. <laughs> <laughs> in his early career, he had a number of falls, after which he refined his skills jumping up onto or from one locomotive to another, even as they moved. That's tight. I love when dogs can figure out what trains do. Mm-hmm. I know. Right? We've talked about this on the show before, but there are like dogs in Russia who would take the train into town during like oh, business yeah. hours. Subway dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I love that so much. Yeah. A dog <laughs> like they're a going to work. In its head. It's like, yes. yeah. that thing takes me a place. Yeah. They're just the following the people, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in another incident, he's reported as losing an inch off his tail after slipping off, and on another journey, his coat caught on fire. <laughs> During a stay in Adelaide, he is reported to have spent time at Goodwood Cabin and, after tripping down the cabin stairs, rolling under and out the other side of a passing train. This dog is hella resilient. Yeah. During 17 clumsy. years old when it, when it passed. Whoa. That was the math I did. Yeah. That's oh. really old for a yeah. dog. Wow. Hey, Harvard. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, it's, it's all that information is just publicly on my LinkedIn page. <laughs> <laughs> During one of his visits to Port Augusta, he is said to have caught a steamship to Port Pirie after apparently confusing the ship's whistle with that of a locomotive. That's interpretation. <laughs> yeah. That is not. The yeah. dog didn't say anything about that yeah. <laughs> afterwards. They didn't debrief the dog, and it didn't say, yeah. oh. They were like, why did you do that? Well, oh, you, that whistle sounded confused. Rye yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I> was confused. <laughs> <laughs> That's one problem I have with Scooby-Doo. He can make every sound except for the first consonant of every word. Yeah. That's the only one he has to substitute an R for. You know, it's a constraint of the fantasy world. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The last thing she said was, and on the topic of his death... Um, the chronicle, <laughs> the chronicle notes that after his afternoon tea, afternoon tea. <laughs> That's Bob, not its own section on the page. <laughs> I think this was just a man in a furry suit. Dog. Yeah. Oh my God! Wait, we're uncovering a mystery here. He that explains like, the picture. Yeah, the picture looks very. And human. why he died at seventeen? It, w- it would still be impressive if it was Bob the railway guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> None yeah. of these stories are less the cool. The number if it's of a times person. that I've gotten lost when I have like a fucking GPS. <laughs> talking to me, telling me where to go. This is putting me to shame. Bob was heard to, par- to bark at a passing dog and then, with a pitiful howl, drop dead. I'm going to tell my dog this story every time she barks at a passing dog. <laughs> Might yeah. kill you. Um, so, yeah. Bob the railway dog. Man, I'm humbled. Isn't Australia... Right? <laughs> yeah. Me too. That's... Isn't that where dogs learned to drive recently? Or was it New Zealand? Tomato, tomato. There are dogs that they <laughs> they taught them how to drive, and you can you can I don't see think video. The cast and crew of Top of the Lake would appreciate <laughs> glibness. They're always talking yeah. about Sydney. Oh yeah, it's well, the yeah. same. Yeah. So close. They're yeah. They I know they're different. I don't. I think it was New Zealand where the dogs were learning to drive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, dogs we're learning to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one knows how it ended yeah. up. I mean, all dogs. All dogs are like 
at one point in the process of learning to drive. <laughs> just some of them are at the part where, like, you haven't even thought about it yet. Yeah, <laughs> what is a car? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're at the part where they just, like, bark at it. Yeah. yeah. What kind of dog is that? Yeah. <laughs> Would you watch an all-dog a version of yes, Top of the Lake? <laughs> Top of the Lake starring dogs. <laughs> Sorry, it's so stupid. Uh, no, it's, that it Netflix com- has already ordered seven the episodes. Whole, like rape storyline. It's just a scene yeah. where all the dogs are humping each other. <laughs> the dogs have smartphones. Spoiler um, alert! Spoiler alert! People in Top of the Lake have smartphones. <laughs> uh, that concludes Wiki of the Week. Rob, thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much for having yeah. me. I'm so excited you're here. Don't be nervous. Podcasting is just like talking in any old 90-degree room. Except you crane your neck forward just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to worry about popping your peas. Oh, yeah. I don't worry about it. I no, probably I don't should. Worry. Don't right, worry about cool. it. Right. Yeah, don't be self-conscious. Don't sweat it. For the record, chillest podcast. <laughs> Pop all you. those yeah. peas. Yeah. Not, li- <laughs> not literally chill, but, you know. It's not that bad. Yeah. It's no. not that bad. It's warm. not that bad? It's, okay. I, outside it is 100 times worse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Smash cut two, Rob passes out at the end of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Walks out of this room and falls down on the ground. Rob the podcast dog. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he made it a record 25 minutes in the room. Yeah. <laughs> it was reported to have passed out. <laughs> Legend has it. <laughs> Quick question. As someone named Robert, how did you decide on Rob and not Bob? Uh, I grew up Robert to everyone, which mm-hmm. when you're a kid is like mostly your family. Robert. Uh, my dad always called me Bobby, only person to do that. Uh, <laughs> it was like it was like a brief like Robbie dalliance in middle school, like just trying that one out. And then uh, like it was around like end of that was the the exit strategy for Robbie was Rob. Oh, okay. And so like you're uh, like, grown up. It's like when Tom Cruise asked Katie Holmes to start going by Kate. I didn't know that he asked her that. Yeah, that was the worst thing he did. That was the worst thing. (laughs) Never mind that he made her give birth without drugs. (laughs) There's one one letter that's really troubling me. Yeah, it's the I in your name. There's no I in Kate. (laughs) (laughs) There shouldn't be. (laughs) So it's uh, so terrible. He has control over like all matter in the universe through his mind. I know, and he can't. That the one thing. Yeah, that one thing that he couldn't control. Her name. <laughs> well, I think he was probably self-conscious about the age difference. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see that. It infantilized yeah. her with that eye. Yeah, and it's like everyone thinks you're, I mean, you're so much shorter than her anyway. Anyway, we don't have to slam Tom Cruise all episode <laughs> like we do every week. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to relitigate Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes. Yeah, it's over. They're separated. I should be over it right now. I understand. Katie, stay free. Let it out. <laughs> um, we wanted to talk to you about... Uh, <laughs> um, My... It's, is it terrain mapping? It, well... Or terrain generating? I, the way it started, I, and I, I was reluctant to talk about this until I thought of a good way to talk about it. When okay. you first said it, I thought you said terrain generator, like you were generating soup terrains. Right, right, right. Like, like liver, cool. mostly liver. Is that what's in a terrain <laughs> yeah. usually? It's like... Yeah. And it's... Super gross, but everyone on Top Chef is always impressed by it. Yeah. That's the secret. (laughs) Why? Oh, you made this disgusting thing palatable. Congratulations. (laughs) You win this round of of Top Chef. (laughs) Uh, Two years ago, um, my friend uh, Steve Healy, who's a comedy writer, really funny guy, wrote an awesome novel um, called uh, How I Became a Famous Novelist. I feel like I I feel compelled to 
mention yeah, that because yeah, he inspired it. this weird hobby of mine. Yeah. Uh, we were talking, I was reading the fifth Game of Thrones book at the time, and we were talking about how we love books that have like maps in the front of them, like big, epic fantasy novel type books. Yeah. You know? And so we made this, uh, we made a pact that I don't, I don't think either of us will abide by that we would write books within five years that had maps in them, like in the front, oh. like just as a constraint of like a challenge. Oh. And this is, I, I mean, I, I shouldn't discount Steve because he raced someone around the world on a dare once. What? Yeah. And wrote, he wrote a book about that too. The Ridiculous Race. Steve Healy, shadow guest on this podcast. <laughs> uh, we'll get back to that. Yeah. So I was thinking like, how would I go about starting with a map, right? You know, like most fantasy novels, and I will, I will, I will, I will be opinionated, Rob here. Yeah. <laughs> have like some, like every continent or every like country on the fantasy map is like a loose allegory for like Spain. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> They're all Europe. Or like kinda. yeah. Or yeah. there's always like one like horrible Orientalist like these people are savages, but they have so many spices in their food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and so I wasn't as interested in that, and I was like, what could I do? And at the time, I was also playing a lot of this game uh, called Minecraft. Oh, yeah, Minecraft. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Minecraft is a game where it's, it's 3D like it was a shooter, but instead of shooting things, you run around this world that's randomly sort of generated every time you start a game of Minecraft. And there are forests, and there are oceans, and there are mountains. It sounds like the game in Ender's Game. It kind of actually on the, on his super is, yeah. And like, so you like go and you hammer like a hillside, yeah, then you, you get build like, stuff. It's like all blocks. It's mm-hmm. all like um, it's a very chunky looking game. Yeah, totally. It's like very. It's not um, very realistic. It's not like Red Dead or something. It's not super. Uh, uh, no, and it, it rendered. It's not very rendered. I find it more evocative than yes, because you can sort of project. On totally, to it and, and so it's you not like, a real place. Yeah, and so I was thinking at the time, like, what I really love about this is feeling like I'm discovering this place rather than like deciding that like here's where fake Spain goes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and so I, um, I'd done like computer programming as a hobby, and I was like, well, so what I'll do is I'll make a program that generates maps for me, and then what I'll do yeah. is look at the maps that it generates and be like, oh, that looks like a fishing town, and then <laughs> there'll be a fishing town on my map for the book. Again, I've done none of this. this was <laughs> I like how you're like, this was the easy way for you yeah. to <laughs> come up with a map to program a random terrain. I mean, what I would have done is just closed my eyes and drawn a shape on a piece of paper <laughs> yeah. and then that, looked at it. <laughs> you know, like, in hindsight, what I expect. Hindsight's 2020. <laughs> yeah. If, the, if this story had now gone, so I quit my job and I went terrain generator full time, then it would yeah. be a little melancholy. Or you, you just yeah. take a world map and turn it upside down. Yeah. For, but, like, that'd be easier. But, yeah, you, you still have a very respectable job while you're doing all this, so it's mostly just impressive. Yeah. But it also is kind of procrastinating yeah. on the whole writing the book part. <laughs> that is a fair call. <laughs> this is the kind of procrastination I wish I was capable of. Yes. Because you have something to show for it. Normally, I just am like, I know everything that happened on top of the lake. You made a working term. Terrain generator. I, I sent it to. You can send it to uh, when you when you sort of make it on the iPad. You can send it to like up to a hundred people through Apple's little system mm-hmm. before you like have to put it on the store or whatever. Yeah. So like I sent it to like 
like 20 friends, all of whom were like, sorry, like the five of whom who would download it. Would be like, hey, Rob, thanks for the new terrain generator. That's great, man. Cut out there. And yeah, I don't. So what does it do? It. So what it does is the first thing it generates is heights. Like uh, like where the mountains are and where the low like the depressions are, mm-hmm. and it does that with something called a uh, midpoint displacement, which is like uh, it uh, it generates a field of points like on four corners and then takes the average color of those points like gives them all random sort of grayscale okay. like black to white zero to zero to two hundred fifty five is how color values work in programming a lot of the time, and then it takes the average of those four values and puts a dot in the middle of those four corners. And then what it does is the same thing for the four rectangles formed by the original four points and the middle point. And so that creates a fractal. And fractals are mathematical patterns. <laughs> that I'm so lost. I got lost when you said, <laughs> well, hey, it's like, there uh, is like 5% of our listenership right now who knows exactly what he's talking well, about. Yeah, and they're so excited. They are rock hard right now. Yeah. I looked at your I was like, <laughs> they were you know, hard before. I was weighing this. They were, I was they've like, been hard this entire time. Do I, do I go there? Is this a good no, idea? Go there. Is go this there, a terrible go idea? There. Is it super boring? And then I remembered, like, oh no, I was just reading. On the Baby Jesus and website about uh, like a like a a, a phantom neurological yeah. like brain <laughs> orgasm that is like poorly understood by science. Yeah. is the ASMR thing, right? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. Every guest mentions this. I'm sure. Yes. Yes. It's, yeah. It's, I we we talk about it a lot. All right. Yeah. Which is to say, midpoint displacement. Yeah. Generates <laughs> fractals. Uh, uh, fractal. Fractals. And that uh. The uh, it's like a geometric pattern that repeats forever. Exactly, right? and yeah. so is nature. Oh, and a lot of yeah. the the idea being that nature kind of works that way. Like so the golden the golden spiral. Yeah, like a like yeah. a nautilus is a fractal because it's that pattern just recurs and gets bigger as it yeah. goes around. And so after it does that, it makes tiles. Uh, so it has this height map. It looks kind of like a. Uh, like organized like TV static <laughs> and uh, then it lays on this uh, instead of doing a grid I wanted to do something that looked more organic so I l- researched this thing called uh, a Voronoi diagram oh my god which is, <laughs> this is so elaborate continue <laughs> uh, it's like it, uh, so what, it generates like a field of points over the height map and then it draws little polygons around those points uh-huh. uh, the the premise of the Voronoi diagram is, this is like bonus wiki of the week. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, for a field of random points, for any field of points, it's the corresponding field of polygons where any point inside that polygon is closest to the point at the center of the polygon. Huh. So, like, if you have... Uh, huh. When you have a... It's a way of determining. It's really hard to describe visual. Uh, uh, no, no. Like it's, just I, again, first podcast. I think I'm hitting it out of the yeah. park <laughs> with an yeah. abstract you mathematical gave, concept. Yeah, we, we gave you probably the hardest thing to describe. But I'm loving yeah, and this. And you're, do, you're doing this great. Is great. You're doing great. You're Thank doing you. a good job. Thank you, guys. We are uh, pretty drunk, but keep going. Hey, <laughs> hey, remember when we had that ridiculous pseudo math guy on the podcast who like didn't really know what he was talking about, but just now talking <laughs> no, about it for twenty minutes you know anyway? Exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like if uh, <laughs> if the four of us are standing in a room and we throw like a bouncy ball and it lands somewhere, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and we weren't exactly sure which of us it was closest to, right? If we had generated the Voronoi diagram of the room. For our positions, mm-hmm. we would know who it was closest to based on whose polygon oh. the ball was inside. Right. 
Okay. So what it ends up looking like is like a mosaic, mm-hmm. but not like a regular mosaic. It just kind of looks like random, random pentagons and hexagons and stuff. And it kind of looks broken up, and when you squint at it, it looks like a coastline or like a mountain or something. And we'll have you send us screen grabs of this, and we'll put them on the blog that so people can look at it. That would be cool, yeah. Act, this is, that is honestly a dream come true. <laughs> 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 it's really impressive when you look at it. Like, they're really beautiful, and it looks like a video game, but with all the characters and structures removed. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. impressive. He was showing it to us before we started. <laughs> so, <laughs> what? No, no. <laughs> Is it proving it to myself that it is real? <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, this is like the most the most you're gonna get people to listen to you oh, about completely. it. Completely, <laughs> this is like one of those things. That I'm gonna die at 75 or whatever. Well, you know, maybe a little later if you'll I'm lucky. Be, you die older than thank that. You, thank yeah. you. I wanna you'll be make... the, the, yeah, the, yeah. the yeah. I want railroad dog longevity. Yeah. And uh, they're gonna like in human years. How old was he? 17 times seven. Math guy, you can do this. <laughs> oh, shit. That's, yeah, 100 150? 105, right? 119. Oh. You could just, yeah, okay. 119. Oh. Great. Yeah, that's pretty old. <laughs> nope. Okay, I followed so my heart on that one. I think 75 is a safe bet. Uh, <laughs> and someone's like, oh, it's his old iPad. What the fuck is this thing? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And then they'll find, I mean, Baby Genius is going to be like world renowned at that point. They'll yeah. Be like, we'll, yeah. We'll look him up. First result, gonna, Baby Genius. Yeah. Legendary final pre hiatus episode. <laughs> when they make like a capsule of what humans were like at this time. Yeah. We'll yeah. Like there. the best humanity had to offer. Yeah. You're in there. And mm-hmm. they're going to generate a con and they're going to be like, holy shit, it's Neo America. And then. And then they're going to yeah. build it. Yeah. 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 So, so far, ha- like, what have you. Like, beyond, like, just the satisfaction of it, like, creating, do you just, like, press a button and it creates it? Is there any way to control, like, how it comes out? I started messing with that. Like, you can change, like, where the trees go, like, where the tree line is Mm -hmm. elevation-wise and, like, what the sea level is and stuff on, like, kind of, like, a really basic way. But it, uh, (laughs) I'm not, uh, like, the Minecraft is amazing because you can just walk forward forever and keep generating new territory and you can just keep going there's an awesome blog called uh towards dawn where this guy brendan keogh just like um actually an australian dude walks forward forever in minecraft mm-hmm. and just documents what he finds and uh-huh. never goes back and never like makes a base or never makes a castle or anything that like people do in minecraft and just it's a few years ago but it's like it's kind of fascinating that he just keeps yeah. Huh. Walking forward, and this does not do that. <laughs> this, this, it like it hits like like serious technical limitations almost immediately. Like you can zoom out to a certain point, and then it's over, and that's it. And you got to deal with whatever peninsula but you're. But for left something with. that you did like as a side project, that's still really fucking impressive. It was yeah. it's super fun, and I'm really glad to have it. And one day I maybe will use it for what I intended to, and then I stop. I just, we just writing just, a book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will. <laughs> yeah, that like. Just has to have a map in front of it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Doesn't have your to be bu- good. I feel like your yeah. book is going to be mostly the map at this point. It's, right. Yeah. What? Every book, every page in this book is part of a map. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a map. It's kind of polygons and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> there's a green part and a blue part. <laughs> that's it. Hobby finished. <laughs> you know what? I just. I mean, this. You made me think of this. Uh, someone posted a link recently to like uh, InstantStreetView.com. Where you can kind of, um, it's like a full screen Google Street View, and you can just start typing in any address, and it'll start autofilling with a bunch of like random oh, Google addresses. Whoa. 
or you can, it has a randomized button. Like if you type in a city, you can hit random and it'll just take you to random places in that city. Whoa. It's so fascinating. <clears throat> it's so fascinating. And you can just click forward forever and go through like the streets of a city. And I was just using it to like, first of all, did you know Google Street View went to the top of the Eiffel Tower? No. Because Did you know there was a street at the top of the Eiffel Tower? Yeah. <laughs> How'd they get the car yeah. up there? Right. That's They do some like, you know, for like big monuments and stuff, like they, they went to the top of the Eiffel Tower, they went inside the White House, they went inside Palace of Versailles and stuff like that. Um, but uh, I also went to like I typed in UC Santa Cruz, which is where I went to to college, and it takes you it puts you on the bike path oh, whoa. like they had someone on a bike with the street view camera uh-huh. and so you could just like click forward and it's like riding your bike down the path it's really cool know. yeah and uh have you played geoguesser no geoguesser is similar to lisa is where you should look for questions geoguesser like <laughs> no i haven't played it um i was looking at two different people when i said that yeah. twice <laughs> is it it's a video game it's not a video game it's a web thing it's like a toy like a game toy thing and it what it does is it skips the step of you pressing the random button, and it just drops you in a random place in the world, mm-hmm. and you have to figure out where you are. Oh, I love that. Oh, wow. That's so, so great. you can walk forward, and you can, like, zoom in on stuff, and you can say, it's like, oh, that looks like, you know, Japanese, and then you can be like, no, and then you find out it's China, and you're like, I'm a kind of I'm a racist. racist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you type in your answer, and then it tells you, you if you're right? Uh, drop a pin on a map. Oh. And oh, so wow. you, you can, like, uh, like, I've been... I, uh, how specific I, do you have to be? Like, well, you get points based on how close you are. Oh my so god! So when you, if you get, if you can, like, if sometimes people are like, ah, it's my old neighborhood, and they get like a million points. Yeah. And yeah. Sometimes it's like, ah, it's a different part of China. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. I got dropped in a in Cape Canaveral once. Like I was like, I like went, got off, like like exited an expressway and saw a big building. And then it had a big NASA logo on the side. <laughs> and then I saw a space shuttle. And I was like, well, this, it's flat. It's probably Florida. Um, and, and not Huntsville, Alabama. No, not, not Huntsville's yeah. famous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, NASA's in Huntsville. Are they? Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. maybe not famous then. Yeah. That, I Step always, it up, Huntsville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, my old pen pal when I was little was in um, Huntsville, Alabama. And I, was just, I always just thought it was, like, funny that, like, uh, there is a town in Alabama that is like half people from Alabama and then half rocket scientists. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's yeah. like no in between in inter- like parent teacher conference or like, you know, career day at that school is just like a wide range. Um, but sorry, continue. <laughs> no, and so it just uh, that that's it. I that's mean, that's so I, fun. Yeah, I've been like there's like a remote island off the coast of Japan, which is really cheap because it, if you've gotten to the point where it's Japan, that's as far as anyone in America is. They're not gonna be like, oh, yeah. it's that obscure island that's like, yeah, six hundred miles away. And it is truly randomized where they put you. What I think it is is a, it's like probably like two hundred or however many. Interesting points that oh. you get a random one of because mm-hmm. oh. I some people play it. It's pretty addictive because you yeah. feel like 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 the Agatha Christie of the internet or something. <laughs> like you yeah. can, like uh, uh, eventually, it's like, like you'll Carmen hit a San repeat. Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked on a Carmen San Diego game. You did? I did. It's what like did you, you can't play it anymore. I wrote a Facebook reboot of Carmen <laughs> San Diego. Oh my god! Yep, and it uh, it it lasted for like six months. We wrote like. 
three thousand jokes for it, and then oh my God. it uh, uh, the company that made it went under and, it, and it totally disappeared. I so. loved that game. I used to play it all the time. Yeah, me too. And I was. It was. Uh, God, that must have been kind of a dream job. <laughs> well, but <laughs> 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 I would say better to experience than to write. <laughs> uh, it was fun. Like I, I did it with Jay Katzier, one of the other Colbert writers, actually my office mate there. Oh, cool. And oh, uh, cool. do you guys ever reminisce about the Carmen San Diego days? Yes, we, we were like <laughs> coming to work early and like write <laughs> fifty clues for like a blonde person. Uh, and then Wait, we would do our jobs. Cl- why are the clues for blonde people? More well, because you get like, the when you see someone in like Cairo and you're oh. like you ask you ask them and they're like, oh, he was. You know, it, uh, I can't. I, I'm actually out. I can't. Okay, so I have no more. I I can't. Des- I can't describe blonde people in evocative ways anymore. <laughs> I used them all on the Carmen San Diego Facebook reboot. Um, we're running out of time with you. Uh, do you want to briefly talk about Twitter bots? Oh, yeah. uh, my favorite people on Twitter are not people. They're <laughs> bots that people make to do things. Yeah. At times. Yeah. Uh, like. Uh, 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 Adam Parrish made one called Every Word that treats that tweets every word in English in succession every half hour. <laughs> and it's been running since 2008. And it's going to, f- I think, actually finish this year. And what? Um, yeah, so like, it's just, like, it has tweeted, it has tweeted every word. In, in yeah, language. up to, uh, it was on the S's or T's, I think. Oh, wow. And I just have it in my Twitter stream. And so it's, Every half hour, it does. Every it? half hour. Huh. So what it ends up doing That's too is many like times a day. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all juxtaposition. But it has so many words yeah. to get. It's yeah. just like someone, like like <laughs> someone will say something, and it'll just happen to be the half hour where every word tweets penis, and then you're just like <laughs> just off to the races. Like, <laughs> Tweenus, uh, tweenus, excuse me. Penis is the most faved every word tweet. <laughs> Man, uh, what does well, that tell you? Haven't gotten to vagina yet. Yeah, so. <laughs> something tells me that's not going to be as popular. We'll see. We'll test yeah, we're how really, far we've come. Yeah, this is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like vagina will probably have more because it'll have more followers. By oh then. yeah, the fans will. All of the baby geniuses listeners are going to follow it. Obviously, you this better is, fave vagina if you're yeah. a baby genius fan. Yeah, this is a preview <laughs> of the academic debate that will <laughs> emerge around everyone. Yeah, it's very in the complicated. Um, I've also noticed there's a there are bots that yell at you if you do an all caps tweet. Oh, oh nice. yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, and uh, sneaky Pete, uh, uh, stealthy Ma- stealth mountain. I think is the name of the account. And if you say sneak uh, peak, but you spell peak P E A K, it'll correct you. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, That's great. Have you have you made any bots? Uh no, I I haven't I haven't. <laughs> Super reasonable question. Yeah, by the way. totally. Yeah. Do totally. you have any, Do you have any ideas for ones that you would like to? Well, there are like other cool ones that I like that um like. Uh, I'm gonna steal your ideas. Combine thing <laughs> like I, I <laughs> like there's one. Called like a uh, Whitman FML that just <laughs> takes uh, um, a Walt Whitman passage and splices it with a tweet someone made that they hashtagged FML. That's that's great. That's terrific. And that's kind of like um uh, K- uh Kim Kirka wait, was it yeah Kirka Kim Kirka Kardashian yeah <laughs> totally that one's really great. And there's also Latour swag which does the same thing. <laughs> But with br- philosopher Bruno Latour and, and tweet hashtag swag. That's yeah. terrific. I could read them all day. Yeah. It does not. I do not get tired of it. Yeah, it doesn't sound like you would. Yeah. And uh, Am I Right Bot, which takes a Twitter topic. Actually, 
made by the same person who made Latour Swag, Darius Kazemi, and it. Oh, he's. I think I recognize his name. He's Tiny Subversions on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. He. Uh, he's a friend of mine. He's a. Oh, he's yeah, amazing. He's a wizard. He did this thing that kind of makes fun of the way BuzzFeed articles are structured, yeah, and it is so funny. Clickbait. It's like clickbait. Clickbait. You Back up. You know a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> he it's true. Is a, he's a wizard. I know a wizard. For reals. Should have led with that. <laughs> yeah. How have we been talking about uh, <laughs> map train <laughs> generators? <laughs> you know, like a real fucking wizard? Yeah. How have I not done 50 podcasts where that's what I lead with? <laughs> uh, and... Uh, what was, oh, am you I right? Look up, you should look up tiny subversions if if you and and yeah. what was it called? It's clickbait. Yeah. Uh, click, I, that's on his website. I think that's yeah. tinysubversions.com slash clickbait. If I'm remembering it right, it's amazing. Uh, I, his newest, his latest one. I think it's his latest one. Is am I right, bot? Which is mm-hmm. it takes a trending topic on Twitter and it just <laughs> does a tweet of the form. Uh, you know, uh, we can date if. More like we can fillet if, am I right? <laughs> it just takes one word from the training topic and puts in a rhyming word and then adds, am I right? And it, <laughs> that's it. And it's, you know. As a professional joke writer, does it make you feel useless? <laughs> it, makes me feel, it makes me feel humbled. Yeah. I feel humility. That, the railway dog. Yeah. <laughs> humbled all around. I, you know, do more podcasts, be more humble. Yeah. <laughs> Um, before we go to expert hour, I feel like, you know, we should ask you about Colbert Report. Yeah. Um, I went courtesy of you a few times. It was like a really awesome experience. The one thing that I wasn't prepared for was just like how magnetic he is when you're in the room. Oh, He's yeah. 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 Best guy. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I said to Rob when I was there, like we were sitting in like the writer's room and like I was just I was like, I just feel like if he started a cult, I would join it. Yeah. And you were like, there's a look at that painting. He did start a cult. Like yeah. there's a painting <laughs> on the wall of him like as Jesus probably. No, not as Jesus, but as uh, what's the one in the writer's room? I don't know. But there's paintings of him everywhere like a cult leader. He did but start it's a all cult, it's all tongue in cheek. It's, it's like <laughs> It's just a great place. Every, every, yeah. Everyone works super hard. Everyone really likes each other. And, uh, it, you know, it's the – I think it's a rare job where you can have time to, like, do bullshit <laughs> projects, like, like, uh-huh. like it, on, the, on the side. Like, it's super humane and, uh, yeah. Do you I, guys fight with the Daily Show writers? Uh, no. They're, they're, I, I only have good things to say. <laughs> it's, like, That's super – Is it stressful, though? To, like, do you worry about doing similar – do you guys have to, like, coordinate with what you're covering? Or? Uh, no. I think yeah. I think when it – It's a different enough take. Yeah, when it uh, – uh, They're very symbiotic, those shows. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. they're coming from different places. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you, how long have you written there for? I started writing there Jan- at the beginning of the year in 2006. I, oh, wow. I had, oh, a long time. Yeah, I'd been there earlier. I wrote, we used to have a website uh, for the show before the streaming video worked. And it oh. was, uh, it was a, the Colbert Nation was a blog. And it was a, uh, it was a fan site because the show had just started out. And it was like, let's make a fan site as if the show had fans. <laughs> and it was like there was like a webmaster character who was like really obsessive and like watched every show and like had like terrible health problems and uh, uh, <laughs> uh, wow, and so I wrote meta. that I wrote that that was my job I, I was hired there to write that blog oh wow and uh, <laughs> like a lot of like Colbert fan fiction on it and, uh, <laughs> if you look on the internet archive you can find old uh, the old Colbert Nation is uh, is kind of a trip wow yeah 
Um, uh, well, yeah, you guys have a lot to research now. <laughs> um, if people want to follow you on Twitter, you're at Rob um, Dubbin. Yeah, I'm just Rob Dubbin. Criminally underfollowed. Hopefully we can fix that. No, that's my fault. <laughs> it's just always, it's the problem is that I've shared too much of the terrain generator on my Twitter account. <laughs> I was going to ask him. <laughs> you just tweet a little square yeah. of land uh, yeah. every day. Every half it's hour, it's a new piece of land. Yeah. Slow reveal of this peninsula. Yeah. At the, at, what, will there be a mountain? Will it have roughly the same amount of detail as every at other mountain? At what level are, is the water? At what level is the trees? <laughs> You're right, 212. Very good. (laughs) Can you stick stick around for Expert Hour? Yeah, of course. Okay, Rob Dubbin, everybody. Yay. It's time now for Expert Hour. What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We need an expert. We need an expert. We need an Expert Hour. Welcome to Expert Hour. I'm very excited about our guest this week, as I am every week. <laughs> he is he is an expert on revenge, something Ooh. that I've never been able to successfully accomplish. Please welcome, I hope I'm saying this right, Sebastian P. Muffin? Uh, it's Pemuffin. Okay. Pemuffin. Okay, because it is it is spelled P. Muffin. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's Pem- Pemuffin. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> grow up, Lisa. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, okay, so you are a revenge expert. Let's let's get into it. How did you become knowledgeable in this field? Uh, just through practice, just you know, taking my own revenge, helping others take revenge. Okay, so have you had a lot of um, a lot of need to take revenge on people? Is this like something that have you ha- been wronged? Uh, I mean, no, not not really. I just it something I started doing, and it got yeah. really. I was really good at it. So I thought I'd start helping people because, you know, you said yourself that you don't know how to take revenge. And it's like it's I think it's easier to do than you guys might think. Yeah, I usually lose kind of run out of steam before I would actually seek revenge against someone. So so let's just jump right in. So like what 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 do you recommend for someone who uh, has been wronged is looking to. Get back. At yeah. Someone. What's like yeah. baseline revenge? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, well, the first thing to keep in mind is start small. Yeah. You want to lead up to the big revenge, and really get them. So you want to start with a lot of small revenges with the uh, with the victim or mark. The the, the technical term is mark, uh, but keep in mind that that doesn't mean just anyone named Mark, <laughs> which I had learned the hard way once. It's a technical term. So you take your mark. Okay. And uh, just start small. I mean, one thing you could do is just, uh, you know, find a show maybe that they're interested in on Netflix uh-huh. and just watch the whole series. Oh. Just, like, oh. surpass them in the series. So you can, like, spoil it And then it for spoil them? it for them. Oh, that's yeah. such a dick move. Yeah, but not, like, overtly. Just kind of, like, hint at it. Yeah. Like, talk about, like, the end of Top of the Lake. There's yeah. that scene with Elizabeth Moss. And then just leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll be like, what? It just got colder in this room. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's the, the spirit of revenge, I think. Is yeah. It's best, a dish be- ser- best served cold. Best served yeah. on Netflix. I've always wondered, what does that expression mean? Uh, well, it's from the Latin uh, revenge. Oh, okay. Which means to get revenge. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. But what about the part about, like, the dish being served cold? Do you know what that's about? No. Oh, okay. I should look that up. Yeah. That, that might be good. 
good to know. I think uh, it means like in cold blood, like like just you have to like. I I I just always figured it meant to like wait until you would calm down. Yeah, and then yeah. Oh yeah. And then yeah. coldly get revenge. Yeah, like yeah. don't do it when you're hot. Guys, yeah. did you notice that I just got revenge on you guys? What? Wait, how? I just made you stumble and not know a thing. Oh, Man, oh. We got, wait. We got it's, You got to start. You got you that start. Was, that was pretty subtle. You start, right. That's the key. So you, starting you guys subtle. are all marks now. I'm going to call you marks. Okay. Oh. Well, what, was there something that we did that you were yeah. getting revenge on? It's just very hot in here. <laughs> it's very, very hot. I'm real. I'm really sorry. Well, wait. So is the account closed, or are we gearing up for a bigger revenge now? I mean, that's part of part of the the way you get revenge is th- your mark never knows. Oh. Oh, wow. But, I mean, I'll tell you guys I'm not going to do anything else. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Wait, All but right. he might be lulling us into a false sense of security. I don't know. Maybe that's one of his tricks. Well, oh um, God. Mis- Mr. He's messing with our brains. Okay. You're good, Mr. Yeah. P-Muffin. You're really good. Uh, it's, pem- it's Pemuffin. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I just slipped uh, uh, Well, another thing that you can do is uh, find out where your mark lives. Yeah. Okay. And break into their home when they're not there. Ooh. Right? That's Go through their belongings. Okay. Find library books. And any of them that are overdue take those and return them for them. Wait, that seems like a nice... That seems like a favor. Yeah. No, because they'll be, like, really freaked out. They're like, <laughs> oh, where'd, yeah. that, where'd that book go? And then they'll go all the way down to the library and they'll get in some conversation with the old lady who works there. They're like, hey, I thought I had this book. And she'll be like, you returned it already. And, you know, like... Yeah, that would be weird, I guess. I guess that would be weird. I feel like I might just think I had returned it and forgotten about it. Although, to be honest, it's been so long ago since I went to the library. Like, I, it's a, I don't really remember what the experience is like. But yeah. that doubt will always be there in <laughs> your mind. That's true. I guess. Okay, yeah. Again, another really subtle one. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, well, it goes straight from Netflix to breaking into their house. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. The breaking into that's their house. Step, that's step one, like Netflix. Step two, house. I'm just trying to get this down. Oh, well, in step one, you're watching Netflix in their house because oh. then they'll also they'll turn on the Netflix yeah. and it'll be like season 5 oh. episode 6 and they'll be Whoa. like I didn't yeah. even know they'll Tony just and play. Carmela got divorced oh spoiler alert whoa yeah yeah whoa man also I just got revenge on your revenge. users for not <laughs> having TV in the <laughs> 2000s <laughs> um, uh, can you give us some examples of like you know like real world revenges that you have yeah. done yeah um so there was a mark. Okay. I'm. I won't mention who she was, but yeah, it's a woman. Yeah, and it was a dumb. I've said too much. <laughs> uh, so what I did, I, f- I knew where she worked, and I would wear disguises. I would disguise my appearance, and I would go in to her place of business, and I would be a customer. I'd pose as a customer, uh-huh. and I would just demand to see her boss. Uh-huh. And then I would just lavish praise on her as an employee and be like, you know, this employee was very helpful. I had a great experience here at your store because of her. Uh-huh. And but the trick is that that means she's going to get promoted. And then she'll have less time to enjoy life. But that's. Uh-huh. That's very vague. Like, I guess, that's, okay, that is like a very psychological type of 
I mean, like she'll have more money. She'll to have more enjoy money to enjoy life. life. Yeah, I mean that seems yeah, like a good d- thing I mean, overall. The work-life balance in the grand scheme of her yeah. life, it seems like it would be an improvement. No, I just you know, Linda spent a lot of time at uh, or the Mark spent a lot of time <laughs> at at her job, and I feel like that made her. Now she's just always at her job. Huh. She can't not be at her job now. Is this like a friend of yours? Or like uh, no, I mean, I don't, I don't like to really divulge too much about, about who the marks are. Okay. But, uh, well, but can you explain? I, well, I, I can mean, give you another so example know, of some like, stuff that well, I... Well, just so people understand sort of like what the scale of revenge is compared to like how you were wronged. Like, what did she do to you that... Uh, well, we were married for a while. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Was your ex-wife... Yeah, uh, well, yeah. Oh, man. Did you do any other things against her, like, revenge-wise? Yeah, I had a couple of other revenges. Uh, One thing I did, I got her credit card number. I I went into her wallet, and I I pulled out her credit card, and I I wrote down the number. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I got access to her account and just started paying her debt down. You, you just started every paying. month, I would just pay. I would like look at what the balance was, and I would just pay that amount down every month. So she would just have a zero balance, and then like would be so freaked out because she get the bill, and it's like I was spending this money, but now I don't owe that money. So you were just so you so you actively worked to get her promoted at her job while simultaneously paying off her credit card. Right, she was so freaked out. Right. I mean, that's per- that's the perfect revenge is just get inside someone's head. Sure, but don't you think she maybe figured out it was you? Or- Pro- uh, probably not. I don't yeah. think so. I mean, I am, I'm an expert. Yeah, so. maybe. that is true. I feel like maybe, though, uh, in this case, and again, I don't know you very well. I don't know the situation, but it seems like you might have been acting out of genuine goodwill toward this woman. Yeah, sounds like you love her. Still. No, she's, she's a mark. Yeah. She, I get revenge on Marx. So, did she take the name P-Muffin when you married her? It's <laughs> Pemuffin. But did she take the name P-Muffin? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, no, she didn't. Um, it was a, a bad breakup. Just totally out of the blue. Really? Really? Yeah. Do you, you didn't see it coming? No, I mean, we, we went out and just, you know, we I mean, we were doing couples counseling for like four years and She kept threatening to divorce me, but just when she did it, it was kind of like, whoa, like, that's really kind of out of the blue. How long were you together for? Four years. Oh, so you were in couples counseling the whole time. No, not the whole time. Like, there was, you know, kind of a honeymoon period um, (laughs) during our honeymoon. (laughs) Oh, yeah. uh, Wait, wait, wait. Any cool honeymoon revenge tips before you get past the story? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rob, did you go on your honeymoon already, or are you going No, I went. I I went, but, you know. Uh, Well, one thing you can do, this is a good honeymoon revenge tip uh i mean it's a little weird to start planning things against your mark that soon in a marriage but (laughs) i guess in retrospect i should have done it uh you can i'm actually currently doing this to linda even though we're not technically oh the honeymoon never ended (laughs) that's so sweet uh what you can pay someone to every day go to her house without her knowing Uh uh-huh and then put flowers on her doorstep. Aww. And then what? just, like, run away. And then she's going to come out and be like, what? I didn't have flowers on my doorstep before. Like, what is going... And then she'll think that there's, like, a crazy flower guy in the neighborhood. Maybe call the cops. It's going to 
be in the paper. It's, I you want know. someone to seek revenge yeah, against me. Geez. It sounds great. Well, okay. Linda aside, what are like, do you have like, do you remember what the first revenge you ever pulled was? Oh, yeah. that's a good one. Like what was like, can you have like early memories of like, you know, times when you needed to? Yeah. Uh, I remember being a baby. Okay. And, that's impressive. Uh, yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> Took a lot of training, <laughs> a lot of hypnosis. As a very young baby. Yeah, yeah. I, was a, I was a very young. I was I was a pretty young baby when I was born. <laughs> <laughs> and what I used to do, I mean, I'm in the room, right? And the bathroom's like right over there. It's like five feet away. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't go to the bathroom in the bathroom. I would just shit my pants. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. And then my mom, being a big dummy, uh-huh. would just have to change me and wipe and clean I me up. Th- I feel like I did that too. I don't. I don't remember it being premeditated at my. I case. still do it. Yeah. Oh, you oh, do. Oh, Your mom wow. still change you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. That is revenge. Is, yeah. that, is that just revenge for her, like trapping you in her body for nine months? It was a long nine months. <laughs> Longer than nine months. And, uh, you know, after <laughs> after Linda moved out of my mom's house, uh, I mean, I guess she maybe had a problem with, you know, me taking revenge on my mom. But it's like she's a mark. What am I yeah. going to do? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I think probably what I mean, just to play devil's advocate here, uh, you know, uh, you do have a choice about whether or not to take revenge on people you can you've decided to remark right it's not a choice when do you when how do you know when you're done with a revenge hmm. uh well i like it something i call revenge ship oh and uh this is how you know that you've had like a really successful revenge because i mean revenge is 95% psychological and 26% physical <laughs> okay mm-hmm. okay uh-huh. so it's all about just getting in their head. Yeah. And then, like, revealing it to them eventually and, like, ruining their life. So with the revenge ship, it's a lifelong fulfilling friendship and relationship with this person. And they don't even know that you're taking this revenge until the very end. Of their life? The of their of any, any life. Your oh, life, wow. their life. life. You got to set up some safeguards. Uh-huh. Letters that get mailed if you don't check in every day. It's a, yeah. It takes a lot of work, but it's just... Is it is it worth it? Do you feel emotionally fulfilled? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, well, I guess that speaks for itself. Yeah. Yeah. Are you okay? Just, uh, plotting some revenge. On, hopefully, against hopefully. me. <laughs> yeah. He'll give you flowers and pay off your credit card. Um... Well, I I know that like I have some some people that I've been wanting to get revenge on. <laughs> oh yeah. Um yeah, I mean it's been like a few years since they wronged me. Okay. What how long is too long of a time to wait to get revenge on someone? There's no such thing. Okay. Oh, cool. You can wait your entire life. Wow. Oh. I've got a revenge that I started planning in kindergarten. Oh wow, oh, really? That oh. I can't complete until I turn 86. Why? Wow. Can you reveal any part of that plan to us? No. Yeah, we're some other kids, so, like, or another so kid. I want to do the math to find, like, how many of those 80 years are physical and how many of them are mental. Oh. <laughs> Wait, the so what? So the first 26 years uh-huh. are physical. Just and training. Then I, yeah, just <laughs> training. Uh-huh. Just a lot of push-ups. It involves, I'm going to do a lot of push-ups uh-huh. during yeah. the revenge. Yeah. So you got to uh-huh. start uh, early, really yeah. sculpt your body. 
Well, what what did this person do to you in yeah. kindergarten? They uh. Were they making fun of your name? Yeah. Sebastian. <laughs> no. No, P-Muffin. No, P-Muffin. It's Pemuffin, dude. <laughs> I yeah, I feel like a kindergartner might. It's spelled P-Muffin. It's spelled P-Muffin. No, like. it's spelled Pemuffin. But yes, people did <laughs> ridicule me for being named Sebastian. Um, hmm. Well, I mean, ridicule is a strong word. They just would call me, hey, Sebastian. Yeah. Like if they wanted to play with you? Yeah. Okay. So that was maybe not making fun. That was just having fun. I mean... I in just, retrospect, it seems like that might be the case, okay. but... There's no time to turn back. Right it's, I'm, yeah. I'm so far into this, into this, and I've got to live another You're, 86 years. Yeah. You, wow. You clearly have push-up arms, which is... Yeah. <laughs> I respect that. Hallie's yeah. Comet's involved. Humbled it's again. a whole it's Rob a whole is humbled do. again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I came well, in here thinking I had some pretty great arms, but... <laughs> revenge. 26 more years of push-ups, my yeah. friend. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, tell me more about this uh, this well, mark. Well, okay, so um, I lived in a house. Um, this guy just kind of trashed the place and then moved out without helping us clean up, and he was just a real asshole to all my friends for a while. And okay. it just I've always been mad at him. I've never gotten over it. All right. He also put a, an opossum in our freezer. I was going to ask if it was yeah, that it was him. opossum of guy. It's him. It's from Santa Cruz, right? Yeah. To store it or as a... He was going to eat it. Come on, dude. I know, right? For Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, he, he did ask us permission. We did say no, but <laughs> he did ask. It's not okay to have asked permission if you don't yeah. follow the <laughs> answer. answer. It's yeah. not. You don't get credit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what do you what do you recommend? Uh, well, in that situation, what I would do with the mark, uh, you could go start up a friendship with him again. Okay. You know, maybe apologize for not having talked to him for yeah. several years. Maybe when, give I him a, like a reconciliatory. Right, make him a present. Uh, yeah. yeah, kill a possum yourself. Yeah, by hand if possible, so he knows that you like really care. Okay. Uh, bring that possum, frozen or thawed, it's up to you. Uh, go to his house now. Okay. Wherever he lives. Probably the woods. Continue in yeah. the woods or dumpster. Go to, <laughs> go to his dumpster or whatever, wherever it is, and you have a party that gets super messy. Yeah. Right. Oh. And then the next day before he wakes up. Sneak in and clean it all up. Why? So he's gonna wake up. He went to bed and there's a crazy party, and he wakes up to a clean house. And he's gonna be like, "What? <laughs> what is going on here?" I feel like I, that's me. Just me cleaning up after him all over again. Yeah. But he will be kind of freaked He'll out. He'll be so yeah. freaked out. <sighs> I'll think about it. The, I was. What I wanted to do was just like go to his house, stack a bunch of watermelons at the door, and then ring the doorbell. And that's then when a he funny opens idea. It, fall on. I like that idea. How do you stack? Yeah, yeah but wouldn't they wouldn't they fall that. back on you as you're stacking them? Like when you leave, it's clear who's put the time into this and who yeah. hasn't. You're right. Yeah. You're well, right. I just don't. I don't really know what I, I'm out of my depth. What you could Let's do to the expert yeah. first, do that, but fill them with vodka. Uh-huh. Like you know, like yeah. college kids, you cut a hole, you pour a vodka, make vodka water, but stack those all up. Yeah, stand there. You got to hold it so it doesn't fall over. Yeah, uh-huh. ring the doorbell. He answers it, and you're like, "Hey, watermelons for this party. They've got vodka in them. You've got." 50 friends with you. <laughs> okay. You've got a DJ. You rented a sound system. <laughs> You've got party hats for everyone. You baked a cake. Boom. That's how you get into the party. Okay. And then you clean it up later so that he's not inconvenienced in any way. <laughs> All right. Some, something about this just doesn't feel like it's going to f- f- satisfy my urges, but I think that's probably 95% psychological. Think about it. 
Okay, my brain's not super powerful, but Again, I will. I will try. Probably um, well, in that other five percent. It kind of seems like we just learned why revenge is a dish best served cold. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I'm. Yeah. Well, well, we're running out of time here. Um, are there any like uh, parting words? Are there things? Did anything you need to plug or any final tips you want to leave people with? Uh, I would say anyone who knows Linda. Okay. Yeah. If you could just Linda uh, P Muffin. Pemmuffin. Linda Pemmuffin. Okay. I don't want to confuse your listeners because right. they're going to hear whatever that... If you see that someone named Linda Pemmuffin whose name looks like P-Muffin. Pe- it, it looks like Pemmuffin. Okay. Continue. So if anyone out there knows Linda, just don't tell her about any of these schemes. Okay, yeah. Because okay. I want to spend at least another, like, 20 years or so getting this revenge. Mm-hmm. So that... We won't you know, spoil it for her you. Her life is immeasurably improved and uh, <laughs> she lives happily ever after. Well, okay. Uh, That (laughs) concludes Expert Hour. It's time now for What Did I Learn? What did I learn? Lisa, what did you learn today? Uh, I learned about fractals. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I want to watch that uh, Nova documentary about them. Yeah. Oh, maybe we're talking about that off air. But yeah. Yeah. And I want to play with that terrain generator. Uh, Sebastian, what did you learn today? Uh, well, I was also going to talk about fractals. Oh. But Lisa took my. You watch out. So I am going to plan a revenge against you. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. No, you're yes. a mark now. Yes. When is your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you after the show. Okay. <laughs> Rob, what did you learn today? I learned a lot about myself. <laughs> I learned limitations, you know. <laughs> Potentials, like I'm. Re- I really feel like I can't. It, it was like a rebirth. In wow. a I'm gonna come out of here a new person. I wish I could say you're the first person to say that, but literally every guest is exactly <laughs> yeah. like that. Are so. you saying that because it is the temperature of a human of a womb human in here, womb? and yeah. there is a pipe feeding nutrients into my belly? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I noticed you haven't breathed in a long time. No, it's weird. I don't feel the need to. Yeah, it's just my lungs aren't developed yet. Like the abyss. <laughs> um. I learned I learned a lot about revenge. I've been doing it wrong. Yeah, I'm me gonna, too. I'm gonna write this ship. Um, and uh, you know, as always, I learned a lot about myself. <laughs> uh, I you wanna, just what you just said that so you could like everyone says it every episode. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm just trying to c- further humble you. Wait, do you have access to a ship? I mean, we can talk about this off air. Okay. <laughs> I have access to a lot of things. Um, thank you for listening to Baby Geniuses. Um, so sad to be leaving you for a little bit. Um, Don't worry. We'll work it we'll, out. We'll work it out. Um, Four more podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> um, please continue to rate and subscribe on iTunes. Nothing will encourage us to do it more than that. Yeah. Um, we wanted to read some some more names, but we can't pull them up on our phones. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, maybe one day we'll live in a world where we can do that. <laughs> we'll read them next time. Yeah. Next, ep- next episode. If at this point you are not following me and Lisa on Twitter, what is your I don't know problem? How, to, how to win you over there. Um, waiting for that fiftieth podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm at Mr. Emily Heller. I'm at Lisa Draws on both Twitter and Instagram. Me too. Yeah. Please come see me live. Um, visit me at my Tumblr, emilyheller.tumblr.com. All my dates are there, especially if you live in Los Angeles. Uh, buy my book. It's called My Dirty Dumb Eyes. Oh, so, uh, Sebastian, did you want to play? Yeah, something? I want to just do another quick revenge. Yeah, uh, okay. I know this guy who runs a comedy show in Brooklyn oh, that's okay. coming up in a few weeks, and it would 
fuck with his head so much if people went to the show because then they'd be like, what? Where did all these people come from for the <laughs> yeah. show? Oh, totally. the so show? if you guys yeah. can help me yeah, plug on Revenge. It. Yeah. Plug uh, it. This might not come out before the show. This might come out. It's after. a recurring show. Okay. It's uh, called Crappy Cinema Council. It's at Over the Eight in Williamsburg the second Friday of every month starting August 9th. All right. Great. Man, and, this guy uh, must have done something terrible. Yeah. yeah. He <laughs> is a real piece of shit. <laughs> so if you guys could really super get revenge on him, I, that I've would. done that show. It's pretty fun. Yeah. That, that, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Baby Jesus. Um, Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. Baby geniuses, we know everything. Baby geniuses, we know everything. Baby geniuses, we know everything.